Good morning, Rabbi Yisai. Today happens to be the yard side of Rabbi Yankel Galinsky, and since I use his stuff so often, I want to start off just with a beautiful piece that has to do with what I said a few days ago, but it's a little bit different. The Saba Mikhelem says, by... It says, It's obvious the Rebnason. One mitzvah, one piece of Torah, Bitzar, when it's difficult, is worth more than a hundred. Berevach. So he has a whole piece here. You know what? We won't go into it. He says that if a person is, let's say you get a hundred points for learning Adaf Gemara. If you're tired, you get. 200, if you're even more tired or sick, you get a thousand, and it keeps on going on with this cheshben, how learning Torah when you are in pain, betzar, is a hundred times more than shaloi betzar, and the Chavetz Chaim had a koilal kachim in Radin, and he had the guys, he said, let's learn kachim beshitchias, let's learn bebkias first, so we get the idea of the musagim, and that's what we discuss a lot about tafyoyimi, just to get the ideas of shas, and then let's go deeper into it. So there was a guy in the coil who started out learning. And he comes to the Chavetz Chaim. He says, Chavetz Chaim, I can't do this. I only did one daf so far. And this guy over there did five daf. So the Chavetz Chaim says, what? You did 101 daf? Daf Kuv Beis? So the guy thought that the Chavetz Chaim is older and he's, he doesn't hear. He says, no, I only did one, one daf. He says, why? He says, because I have a difficult time learning. I'm not as smart as that guy. He says, Chavetz Chaim says, oh, you learned 101 daf because one bitzar is like 100, is 100 times more than Shaloi bitzar. So you learned a daf, you learned 101 daf versus that guy's five daf. So it's a side for all of anything that we do with daf yaimi, especially when it's difficult to get up in the morning, it's that much greater, the Sikhar. A lot of pictures today. Oh, wow. Yosef Korn, on our way from Charlotte to Houston during Yeshiva week, I made sure to keep up with the daf. There's no vacation with the daf. Even when on vacation, keep on daffing. Here's Rabbi Yosef. We have here, yesterday I mentioned whatever happened to the guy that won the Shas. You mentioned the shit, you don't know what happened? See attached picture of my shas delivered to my house and after being put into the de- designated svarim shafa from guess where, if not from Ikea, it looks like it was designed specifically for this shas. It fits perfectly. Special thanks to Shlevi Rosenberg for calling me and taking care of making it happen. But kids are we pay up, Rabbi, so we pay up. I'm somewhat disappointed that I didn't get a call from you. Like you mentioned, if you want to call me, I'll gladly take your call. Nachum Taub, here is the shas in Ikea svarim shafa. Nachi Gordon. Just yesterday, somebody came over to me and says, you know, uh, on Meaningful People with Nachi Gordon, I was cringing the entire time. He tried to convince him to learn the daf. He tried. I was cringing. But now that he's doing the daf, oh. I said over yesterday, no, you weren't here. I said over yesterday when we went to, um, no. Bram, Bram's uh, thing. He told me, don't waste your time with these guys. And the next day, three guys showed up. Same idea. I was sitting there on, we're live. I mean, it was going to be, 
broadcast later, and I'm sitting there, no, please do the daf, please do the daf. No, I, I don't have time. Please, Elamaisa, he's doing it. And you know what else? And then the guy says, the guy that told me, Yaakov Lang, who said, I already, Langer, Langer, sorry, Yaakov Langer. He said, I already do Kiyin Mesechta. So I said, no, so add a little bit more. And he's now doing, I don't know, he did this whole thing about Top Shirim, so obviously he's doing Daf now also. So it works out at the end. Skinny Simcha's base Siyum Amigila. Picture it as Mati Numan. Yesterday I said something about skinny Simcha's base. So he's telling me that's a real, it's a legit thing. Picture is Mati Numan. Seem hosted by Nisan Gordon. His first seem in over a decade. Here he is. My son-in-law's name is Jake Lebovics. Um, my two son-in-laws do the daf, Daniel Epstein. And then he says, he nudged me and nudged me until I started doing the daf. You make it exciting. As I know, you're a dog lover. Nah, not really. Please find photos of my dog and Jake's dog doing the daf. Only in Lakewood. Even our dogs are holy. Yaakov Lach with a holy dog doing daf yoimi. So now you know that all the other pictures they send in are real. Jonathan. Wow. Okay. You sat Shavir? Please tell me you didn't really. Oh, not really. Okay, good. Whew. Close call there. You know I would have come had you been here. Please see picture below. Hey, Tzadik. Rain or shine. Daf never stops. Male stewardess comes over to me while I was learning the Daf. Steward. He says stewardess. He said, that says, okay. Flight attendant. Came over to me. Okay, male steward. Flight attendant. Flight attendant came over to me while I was learning the Daf and told me, you see, became yeshiva. She's learning the Daf. Kids are his whole English. I was learning the Daf and told me after he gave out my soda to my kid, that we were the only ones on the entire plane, we were on the last row, to say please and thank you. I pointed to the Gemara and said, it's all from the Torah. Torah teaches us everything. Thank you for giving us a commitment for making every daf so sweet. John Shitrit. So I have a message for John. I wanted to tell him that I don't think that, I mean, it's a beautiful thing. It's a Kiddush Hashem. I think, I believe, I don't know, I might be wrong. The greater Kiddush Hashem is that he's learning on the plane in front of his children and his wife. She's proud of him. She's taking a picture. That's a Kiddush Hashem. Flight attendant, thank you. No, no, it's a, it's a Kiddush Hashem, 100%. Not as great, in my opinion. Raboisai, this is the picture of the day, for me at least. This my son, Akiva Simcha, took on a ski trip. And this also shows MDY. Here's a chassid that never knew this Sephardi guy from Los Angeles, Shlomo Lazarian. Yossi Klein, Shlomo Lazarian. Doing the daf on a ski trip together with my son Akiva, so a tremendous yishkoch to both of them for taking him, and uh, they rented a gorgeous house over there, and they were doing the daf. And my son thought it was interesting to take the picture and show. He sent me, sent me a video picture, the whole zap, so beautiful. All right. Oh, we have sponsors today. I know I'm late because Levy's already here. Wow. <laughs> This month's co-sponsor is anonymous. L'Rufusi Dene Rabshon Borch Yudah Ben Malko Fredo. Mesechus Moikoton is dedicated by the Kessler and Davis families. I feel bad. The whole day I felt bad that I didn't bring Mr. Kessler up here. He was here. I, I know him so well from New York. I see him all the time. I was like, okay, he's not a real guest. But he should have been right over here. He's dedicating this whole thing. 
Chaval, I feel bad. He's gone already. Is there a guy that from David's family? Is from Miriam, Esther, Baz, Dvarim, Bekaroi? Michael and Jamie Ben Melo in memory of the very fake about Shmuel Zuchon of the Rachman, Achamendo Ben Elchon and Zuchon of the Shem is having a Leo and May Hashem bring Mashiach Bekaroiv, Tam and Achama Eisenman in this chus of a successful surgery and Rufo Shlema for Shoshana Esther Bas Mashanecha Shetichio. Who's that? What was everybody saying? Yeah. You know? Hatzal Vachemesh. You could die a family. Lunishmat, Mazal, Bat, Chiskiyao, and Ushloishim. Uschos, Rabbi Bernard David from Manchester, Doivber Ben Gundel. He's having a small procedure today, done today, and it's his birthday with love from your family. Is that you, Levi? You have anything to do with it? Why? Yishkoyach. Are we allowed to say how old he is? Lumaisa, Rabbi Bernard David is the first person who made a remote Chabura outside of MDY. He found the Shear four years ago almost. And he started getting guys together in Manchester. So he's the first, first guy. Should I have a full shleima? Jacob Zaret, for my father, Moshe Zaret, who got me to start watching every day since Rosh Hashanah. Shkoyach. Leonid was a Rav Yehuda Zev Segel, Ben Rav Moshe Yitzchok Halevi, Zeichet Tzadik, the Manchester Rosh Hashiva, founder of Shmir's Haloshin Yoimi. Who do I need some of that? Okay. I just spoke Loshon about myself. Which is also awesome. I have I have a, a riddle for the Oilam, which we're going to see the answer. What? I said no. It's coming up, Mamish, in a few lines. But so don't peek in. What milacha or sting is aser on chalamayid but mutter on Shabbos kodesh? Chalamayid is more chomer than a Shabbos. And again, it goes back to this whole idea. Huh? Yeah, twice. I know, but you're not paying. You're not paying attention the other time. No, I'm, I missed you. The guys that are watching, they want to know what just happened. No, I'm just asking. Did you say your mom? Do you have like headpieces? What are you? You're wearing a thing in your ear. Turn around. Let me see your ear. No, Gary. That's the problem here. What are you listening to? This really boring thing. <laughs> listening to this really boring thing during the year. And then he asked me good cashes. Well, what's chat? What's chat? Stealing from Shruli. Givaldi. I thought it was from the art school, whatever you lose over there. Oh, Shmuel. Oh, Shmuel. Mikabli kiboilis betoichatchum. Osur. So you make a contract with somebody, let's say you want them to build a house, whatever it is. If it's outside of the tchum, so tchum we know, but if you don't know, tchum is that from the city limit, you have 2,000 ama, that's all you're permitted to walk and go. If you put a su'uda after 2,000 ama, so then you extend it, that becomes your home, you extend it by 2,000 ama, your actual home becomes usher to walk in the opposite direction because now your new home is shifted from here to here and you have 2,000 amma. The point is you can't walk. And if you can't walk, you're not going to see what the non-Jew is doing. Nobody's going to get there. Nobody's gonna, it's not going to be a chil Hashem. Nobody's going to think that you hired the guy on Shabbos. But if people could get to it because it's within the tchum, you're not, you're not allowed to do it. It's because there's no other city, no other Jews could get there. 
If there's another city, other people are going to say that you hired him on Shabbos. Question, are you allowed to give your dry cleaners on Chalamayid to a dry cleaner? Anybody? Anybody? I'm waiting. Hill says machloikus, not a machloikus. You allowed to give your dry cleaners on Chalamayid to the non-Jew? Absolutely not. Osir, osir, osir. Are you allowed to give your dry cleaners to a non-Jew Arab Shabbos? He might work on it on Shabbos? Yes. Okay. Just the nafkimina between dry cleaners and Rashi asked the question. Rashi says, and by the way, this Rashi, it's very confusing for me at least because there's Rashi on the Amr and there's the Rashi Savyad, which seems to be the more accurate one and maybe most, a lot of these uh, Svarim, the R scroll, the Masifta seem to be going with that. So it becomes sort of confusing. I think that's the other day, Menachem uh, test screaming out, no, that's not the Pshat, because he's looking at this Rashi where usually, okay, fine. But what is the nafkimina between dry cleaning and a piece of property, real estate. Because real estate, everybody knows, so-and-so is building a house, here it is. And look, he's building on Chavez. Dry cleaning, nobody knows, oh, it's so-and-so suit. Nobody, nobody chaps what's going on. <laughs> Listen to this, and here's the answer to the riddle. On Shabbos Yantif, when there's no other city, there's the answer to the riddle. Since on Shabbos, there's no way for you to get to the construction site because it's outside of the Tchum, so you, no one is ever going to see it. So let him do whatever he wants to do. It's on his cheshben. He's a contractor. He's not getting paid by the hour, by the day. He's getting paid by the job. He has to finish your house. So you don't care if he finishes it on a Sunday or a Monday or on a Shabbos. However, that's only in Shabbos Yontif. You're allowed to drive. So people could get there. Osir. So here you have a, one situation, maybe, in Shas, that there's something that's also for you to do on Chalamayim. Again. A little further out, and then you could do it. As long as it's not near you. No. Yeah, people could get there. Chalamayim could get anywhere. It's close to that place. Within its Tchum. No, 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 no. Within the Tchum is mut, is Osir even on every day. close to you, Okay, look, 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 Vaiter. We're talking about if it's within the Tchum, it's 100% also because everybody could get there. If it's outside the Tchum, then it's Mutter on Shabbos and Yantav. Outside of the Tchum. And outside of the Tchum, even on Chalon Shemayir is also because you could get there with a vehicle. Marzutro, Not exactly sure. It's like building a mansion in Iowa. No, big deal. $100,000 you get. You know, 100,000 feet. He built outside of the city limits. He built, outside of the city limits, he built a mansion. Maybe he wanted to make a new shkuna. Yeah. If anybody knows of a nice piece of land, I want to build an MDY community. I don't think it's available. I don't think there's such a thing in Israel. If you know, I'm available after davening. They were makbid on themselves. They made a chumrah since it was built by a non-Jew, outside of the Tchum, on Shabbos, we're not going to go in there. Imagine, you build a mansion, it's not posh to build a mansion, it takes a long time, a lot of resources, a lot of time and effort, and when he found out that part of the build was done on Shabbos, I'm not going in there, that's it. Take the house, I don't care. But what was the big deal? It was outside of the Tchum, 
Outside of the Tchum is Mutter, Adam Chashav Shani. What were the last, last words on Yud Aleph Amit Beis? Adam Chashav Shani. We have this idea over and over. When a person is a Gadol, people look up to him. He has to act in a different way. People are going to start taking ideas from him. We see it later on also different, even not with those words. But that concept, there was a Gadol, I think it was Rafuna, whoever it was at the end. Who was it? He did something. He, he, everybody imitated him. He picked fruit. On you know, the next year, everybody thought you can't. You got to be re- super careful. Vikadami siyua ca betivno b'hadayu. What happened was he provided him with material during the weekday. He provided him material, so now he's like a partner with him. Before he was a contracted guy, he does everything on his own. Now, once he provides him with material, that's different. Provide material now. You're doing it with a partnership, and you cannot use. <laughs> His Shabbos work, even though it's outside of the Tchum. In our days, if a house is built within the Tchum by a non-Jew, you're supposed to be machmer, not use the house. In our days, it's, it happens. It sometimes happens. I remember people came knocking on the door, not to me, like, you know, they're working on Shabbos, especially in America. You make it, so a lot of times you make a deal with them. Now, if you make a deal, a condition, you say, and that's what they do in America. They make a condition with the contractor. You're not allowed to work on Shabbos. They put up signs, and I know in Lincolnwood, you know, no work on Shabbos because we had issues there. And then they sneak in and they work, then it shouldn't be a problem. Okay. And now, Eretz Yisrael, let's say, when a lot of the workers are Jewish, that's a whole different, that's a, that's, that should be also Bahana. It's a Misa Shabbos, and it's major, major problems. It's Arab workers. For others, yeah, yeah. Kids are. It's Arab workers. Arab workers, is, that's, that's, no, that's what I'm saying. America and, and Israel is the same thing. Yeah, yeah, I was just saying, in Eretz Yisrael, it's Shechiach to have a... Uh, is, is, right, mostly. Rav Chama, Sharalu, Lav, Vangere, the Beirish Galusa, some sort of like waiters that work there on Yontif. To fix the tables, to do Melacha. Now, it's a Tzarech Yontif. And on Chalamayat, it's usher to take pay. This Chalamayat, I had a situation where I hired Yeshiva Bacharim, 18-year-olds, and they brought the brother along, 14-year-old, and they, they built my sukkah, you know, the MDY sukkah that we had, that we used every day. And one of the guys told the 14-year-old, said, go upstairs, get me a piece of wood. Now, you have to understand, this, this, there's a piece of wood on the outside, and if you fall, it's like a six-flight fall. And I watched them, they were holding onto this guy Two guys holding his legs, and he's sitting there. And then the, the kid goes up, snip, 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 takes off the piece of wood that they worked for half an hour, takes it off to give them a piece of wood so they could use it as leverage for something. After that whole kid, sir, make a long story short, I paid them on Chalamayid to, to, to fix things up, to put the schacha, whatever. So they paskined because it's work that was done on Chalamayid. They, they have to use it right then and there for Chalamayit stuff. It's not like, you can't make, you can't earn a living, can't earn money on Chalamayit. It's like Yantif. So how could they earn money, these waiters? Omar, keeping the agar, like a shakli. They're not taking money for this. It's Yantif. It's all within. It's tam, yeah, it's, they're, they're, they're they ate with them. So it's not, it's not like they were getting paid for it. You can take a non-Jew and have him work. Let me just show you real quickly. This is an interesting chart here. It might make some sort of uh, 
It's not a complicated sugi at all, but I, I found this. The Meiri says, Carve this out in your heart. These, these you saw this, at least these three. Dover Ovid, if it's something that's going to be a loss, you cannot specifically mean to do it on Chalamayim. Chalamayim is days off, you have days off from work, so it's very convenient to do a Dover Ovid on those days. If, you, if, if it just so happened to fall out on Chalamayim, you're allowed to take care of it. But don't a month in advance say, oh, let's pick the fruit on Chalamayim because it's going to be Dover Ovid. Somebody, uh, Sutton, I forgot his name. I was just talking about it that, you know, my wife goes to the mall on Chalamayim. So he sent me this great picture. It's, it's a sad picture. This is a sign in Eretz Yisrael. Dover Ha'avid sale. They open up the store and they say, For three weeks, this is how they get away with, you know. Okay, anyway. So it's a Dover Ha'avid sale. That's only in Eretz Yisrael you see a sign like that. So anyways, we have like this. You cannot make, if... It's so happened to me, it's motor. Oichel nefesh. Listen to this, Rabbi Yisai. Food. And this goes back to what Lauren Spiegelman was asking me yesterday and a few people afterwards. Oichel nefesh, Rabbi Yisai, you can do anything you want. It could be a maisa uman. You could be mechaven that it should fall out on chalamayid. You can do whatever you want. You can even cook on yantav itself. So there's no tircha meruba. There's nothing. Everything goes with oichel nefesh. It's food. You can do everything. I, I didn't have room to fit in all the stuff, but the list goes on. Uman, my suman, kivimalachte, all the stuff. Something you need for Yantif. Like fixing your car. I need to go on a chalamayid trip. I need to fix the car. So if it didn't fall out, if it fell out by mistake on chalamayid, then you're allowed to take care of it. Maisa hedyot motor. Then it's maisa hedyot, you're allowed. If so, you're not a mechanic. You know how to just fix the battery, whatever, put the two things. Charge up your car, whatever it is, then you're allowed to do it. Now, here's an, this is from the Ramban. This is the Me'iri. The Ramban says that anything that has to do with your body, like we had women, cosmetics, that sort of thing, it's Tzorich HaGuf, is like Oichel Nefesh, and then mainly you can go to Uman. You go to a professional hair remover, whatever it is, on Chalamayi, because it's like Oichel Nefesh, and there's no Uman, there's no head yet. These are the Klalim. Now, let's see the Sugi a little bit. We're going to find some of these Klalim here and there. Turn our on. A guy, an Anjou, could accept a contract on Chalamayid to do something. I'm going to build you a house after Chalamayid. I'm not going to start today. I'm going to start out. What's the concern? You might start today. No, you probably won't. So here's an incredible Chiddush, Rabbi Yisrael. We have to pay attention to this Chiddush. This is the Chiddush of Amir La'akum. This is the Isser Amira La'akum on Chalamayid. If one thing comes out from this Masechta, we should try to treat Chalamayid a little differently. Chalamayid is a yantif. It's yantif like Pesach, night, Seder. Just Chachamim gave us a tear to do certain things. It just comes, comes up again and again and again. It's not a joke. It's not a chumrah. Oh, look at this uh, weirdo. He doesn't write on Chalamayid. It's a yantif. I asked so many times for a tear to write on Chalamayid. I could not get a hetter from anybody. To write with your hand, with a pen. No, to write with a computer. Even a computer? As a person, as a wow. So Rabbi Nachman Seltzer says he couldn't find... I can't, I can't, I even for Torah? Even for Torah. They wouldn't give wow. me that. I, write, I, I, have to, I have to look into it because I definitely type for Torah. For the sheer, all of the charts. When I, it's hard enough pacing for me. Okay, let's go by there. I hear. So anyways, but Amir Alakum. To tell a non-Jew to type for you is also awesome. You hear what's going on here? If typing is awesome, typing is awesome, you can't get a header. 
You can't tell a non-Jew, hey, write the story down for me. Unbelievable Chiddush, no? No, everybody. And if you can't do it yourself, you cannot tell a non-Jew to do it. You could take, get a quote, uh, sign a contract with somebody for after the Chalamayid, eventually but you can't measure, so the contractor can't come with his measuring tape, with his laser. Don't, don't weigh. Don't do anything that's uvdu the chal. Chalamoyed. Not, we're not talking about yanta, we're talking about chalamoyed, Rabbi Yisai. Turn around, Bonner. You can't mate animals on chalamoyed. Why? It's a tirchi If you're a farmer, you have to lift this animal up and do this and that. It's tircha. And similarly, so b'char is a very different halacha. A b'char says in the pasuk, This is iser to, to do any work with it. With a b'char, so that would also include mating it. If you have a carbon that's a puzzle and you redeem it, it has gedusha. You got the money, the gedusha leaves it, but you can't work it. You can't treat it with disrespect. Work it, be marbiyah, all that stuff. Just to be yeshivish, to be yaitzazayin, there's a beautiful question here, and this is like the epitome of this question. The question is that we're talking about an iser gavra, not an iser chefza. We're talking about the iser on the human being to do melach and chalamayid, and all of a sudden the Gemara sticks in the iser of a bachar, that the iser is in the chefza. It's not your iser, it's the iser. You cannot do work with this animal. It's two completely different One is an animal, no problem, you can do whatever you want with it, but it happens to be you are not allowed to do melach on Shabbos. And then the other one is you have an animal that has Gdusha, the Gdusha, it's a Isr Chefza, not Isr Gavra. I just thought it was interesting. The, the wording was fitting beautifully here. So the Gemara, I don't have any answers. Says the Gemara, oh. There's one animal called a Chamor, a donkey. If she demanded the male, there's a, there's a, and I actually saw in Rishonim, I think it was the Namuki Yosef says, there's a fear that if you don't go with her demand, she will never have children. She'll never have offspring. Not this, this season. There's a lot of animals, those from the safari, there's very specific weeks for animals. This, so there's a fear maybe for that season. That's what I thought. You're going to miss this season. No. Namuki Yosef says it forever. Other animals, you just put them in, do, let them do whatever they want to do. You could, Maybe yichud sort of thing, but you're not you're not doing it physically. Medayrin means to take a fence, make a, a, a temporary fence, put it on a, a piece of land. Now the animals do uh, natural fertilization, and then you move the fence. You keep on moving it around to your field, and you have fertilization. There's also So Rashi over here on the side doesn't learn like this. We're going to go with Rashi Savyad. If the guy shows up by himself, he starts fertilizing mutter. You're allowed to benefit from it. But don't help him out. And you cannot give the non-Jew a shoymer to watch his sheep. Mordechai Sapaznik obviously spent a lot of time in this. He sent me this, this cartoon. He's the one that I printed. He, sent, he, he bought me the machine, the beautiful uh, printer that I print every single day. So, yeah. 
If he works by the week, by the month, by the year, by the, by the seven year cycle of Shemitah, then of course, it's, then he could do it on his own time. He, he's working here for seven years. He could fertilize, he has all seven years to fertilize his field or whatever it is, all month. So Memela, the, the fact that he's doing it today is not on your account, it's on his, on his dime. And Memela, you could help him out. You're helping him out, obviously, with no tircha. Says Gemara, Rebbe Oimer, B'Shabbos, B'Toiva, B'Yantav, B'Mzoynas, B'Moyed, B'Schar. On Shabbos, if a non-Jew does something for me, all I give back is a favor. I owe him, I owe you. And as we said, the Briskerov says, that's the most expensive thing. The cheapest way in this world is to pay for something. A favor is the worst. It always costs you more, trust me. B'Yantav, B'Mzoynas. On Yantav, you go one step further, actually pay the non-Jew, with food, give him a nice meal. You're not paying him cash. You go even a step further and give him money. That's the halacha. The official Mishnah. This is easy Mishnah because we had it yesterday. Same exact thing that we learned yesterday about olives applies to wine. Here's the bar. Here's wine in a big vat. And when it turns into wine, these are the grapes in the vat. As they ferment and it becomes liquid, it goes into the bar. Right over here. The bar. And he became an oval. I forgot to bring the sheet of the seven avelim. Father, mother, brother, sister, wife, sister, only not married. Okay. Workers told him he's going to show up. They're going to show up and help him, and they didn't show up. He pours out the wine from the bar into the bottles. He bottles it. He finishes it. He seals them. Everything normally, no shinoi. That we had yesterday, he holds. You don't need a shinoi. You don't want it to spoil. Do not seal it normally. Limudim, a very interesting lotion. It means pieces of wood. You just cover it so that it doesn't become vinegar. Utsricha, so why do I need a mission about olives? Why do I need a mission about grapes? If I only talk about olives, there's a lot of loss. It depends also, we once learned, it depends on the city. Some cities, oil is much more expensive. Today, maybe wine is more expensive. Depends. Since there's a greater loss with oil, so do whatever you want to save it. Everybody in those days, it was like water. They didn't even have water. Water wasn't healthy to drink. They would all drink wine. I got that from Rabbi Schoenberg four years ago. It was a problem, right? There's, a, there's a bacteria, also different stuff in the water, unless you boil it. So people used to just dilute it with water and then drink a lot of wine. And if we only said the mission about wine, only in wine, Rabbi said, you have to be makbid, because it's cheap. Maybe by oil, you'll admit that you'll to go out of your way and do more, because it's a great loss. Very interesting because also I saw the and it's so complicated in Chalamayid the davara of it versus the tircha. It's like a scale. It's like tremendous amount of loss, tremendous amount of work. A little bit of work, not so much loss. Like one is mutter, one is also. I'll give you an example. It's also to draw water to to water your your little patch of whatever you have growing there that we learned. But you're permitted to, to, to reap your entire field. Your entire field. 
by hand, go like this all day long in the sun, because it's a tremendous loss if you don't, all, the, all your wheat is going to go, by, all your barley is going to go bye-bye. So tremendous amount of work for a tremendous amount of loss. A little bit of work you cannot do because it's a very small amount of loss. And then there's the scale that we, we have no idea where and how. We have to look inside Allah and figure it out. Huh? I have no idea what you're talking about because that was a long time ago. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, whatever. And this, this is the we had yesterday. Who's the Tanit says that you have to do it differently when you want to save your stuff? The like your It's not Rabbi Or Rabbi Yosef. Who says Rabbi Yosef? The Allah is like Rabbi Yosef, the Tana. Who's Rabbi Yosef? Abai is Rabbi. Yeah, the blind one. Forgot his learning later on. Could I seal a barrel of beer? We never spoke about beer. We spoke about sealing wine in the Mishnah. Sinai. That was the last, last staff in Brachas. We have Rav Yosef, who's a Sinai. He knows all Tarikula, like, like, like Sinai came down. And you have Rabba, who was Oikar Harem, who's the, uh, the bigger learner, the, the Lamdan. And they said, Sinai is Adif. Somebody that knows more should be the Roshiva. He refused to be the Roshiva because he found out from the stargazers he's going to be Roshiva only for two years. That means he's going to go in two years. So he'd rather his friend Rabba be the Roshiva. And in fact, he lived another 22 years because Rabba was 22 years Roshiva. He lived for two, he was Roshiva two and a half years, then he's Nifter. But he's Sinai. Says the Gemara. So, he already said, halacha is, that you're allowed to do, you're allowed to seal without a shinu. So he asks him, he said it by wine. So he explains him, no. Why could you do, why could you save wine? Great loss. Well, beer is not cheap. I looked it up. Probably 28 times in Shas, maybe even more. Because Abayah was a Yasim. So, this woman brought him up. So he always, he always spoke about this woman. It wasn't his real mother. She always gave him advice, which we said that is, is al Kabbalah. A lot of it is from the Sfarim that were nignaz, the whole thing. Fine. Barshis, Savi Vishayi. Here, let me show you real quickly. Pretend that this is seven up. Okay? And this was open for four days. How much is this worth, Rabbi? So tell me, seriously, how much is this worth? Minus. Warm. Worth minus. This can is closed and sealed. Seven up. Cold. Which one is worth more? Obviously, this can, even though it has less. So what do you see? That being open and, un- and, and not sealed is a tremendous loss. This is worthless. Dalai says it's minus. Even if it's cold, sometimes it's mom's just very, very thirsty and it's cold, flat. Sometimes you do it. Sometimes. It has a little bit. It's worth three, four cents. This is worth six dollars in Great America, whatever it is. Okay. Says the Gemara. If you have six saw worth of, uh, of, of beer, whatever, that's, that's sealed, it's worth at least 25% more, says his mother. Why, why, why? We need a nice here. Kusi is that whole group of people that came to Israel. They want to be like Jews. All of Shas, were they forced to be Jews? Gary, MS, Gary, Arise, did they send the lines out at them? The bottom line is 
that they, they don't care about Chachamim. They don't admit that there's something called Talmud Bavli. They made up their own halachas. But whatever they took upon themselves, called Mitzvah Shechzik Bakusim, Medaktikim Harbi Yosim Meisrael. They're more makbid than a Jew. So let's say they're makbid chveis on, uh, I don't know what, on Shabbos candles. Could you make a riot from there on Avdala candles? There's no connection. Whatever mitzvah they take, that's it. There's zero limud from one mitzvah to another mitzvah by Akusi. And in Mela, there's zero limud from one halacha in Hilchas Chalamayid to another halacha in Chalamayid. That's the, that's the marshal. Lamay Ilchasa, for instance, Omar Daniel Barkatino, Omarav, Loimar, Shehein, Akurois. They're like women who can't have children. All they have is themselves. So it's that halacha, and you can't learn anything from it. If I ask you, the halacha is, I'm allowed to take shmir, or anti-leaking uh, agent, into my uh, small little cup, jug, jug. This one I'm allowed to put tar in the inside. Why? So that I shouldn't lose this water that's in here. So could I do it for a $5,000 barrel of wine? You, you, you're going to say probably yes. No, you're wrong. And if I tell you you could do it for the large barrel, $5,000, could I do it for the small one? Why not? It's much less work. No, it's only because it's $5,000. That's the point. We never know. You're allowed to smear the tar in the small jug, but not in a large vat, in a large uh, barrel. The opposite. You can do it for a big barrel, because it's a big hefzid, and not the small one. So again, it's a lot of work versus a lot of hefzid. Which one is it? One cares about the monetary laws, and the other one cares about what you're doing on Yantif, how much exertion are you putting out there. The halacha is that the halachas of Chalamayit are like Shabbos, Daf Yud Beis, Yud Beis, don't look at this long Daf. I am not saying the sponsor today. So, there's a, you could, you could put tar in the Chavis, will be Meichalmi. We'll do another day a different time. You'll, you'll put the tar in the Chavis, and that's Potter, but it's also. You don't get it, you don't get an Einish for it. And some things you're allowed to do, you're allowed to put tar in a small one. Rav Huna, they, they reaped this whole field on Chalamayid. Why? Hefzid. Says the Gemara. Eisvei, Rabbi Baravuna, Leravuna, Lecharis, saw and asked him a question. Why can't you reap the field? I'm allowed to. I'm sorry, why were you, why did you reap the field? It says, the only time you're allowed to grind flour on Chalamite is for Chalamite. The Shalayit Zerchamite also. Davisha Ovid Bamayed, something that's going to be a big monetary loss, Mutalashis Bamayed, you're allowed to do on Chalamite. Davisha Ovid Bamayed also, but if it's not a monetary loss, it's also. That's all good for anything that's detached from the ground. Ava Mechubelikarka, like in our case of Ravuna, that they reaped all the wheat. Even if everything gets lost, it's also because it's attached to the ground and everybody knows about it. It's like, it's in, the, in public. If he has nothing to eat, I'm going to skip the joke now. You do all these malachas. Ayin in, in, in Shabbos. We're not going to go into them now. Just don't use cows. So, how could they reap your field on Chalamayid when it's attached to the ground? Amalei, Yechidai, who said this? Rabbi Yaisi. 
he's a das yachid, and I don't hold like him. We don't hold like him. Here, in the name of Mutter, if it's detached and it's a small loss, you're allowed to do it on Chalamayid. But if it's attached to the ground, it's usher to do Melachan Chalamayid. As the Gemara of Yerub Yaisi, Yadishnami Paras, according to Yerub Yaisi, you don't have to do any shinu, you don't have to do anything different. Why can't you do cows? You can't plow with a cow because that's what you do during the weekday. Says Gemara, no, wrong. That's not why you can't use a cow. That's the like Yerub Yaisi. That was, that's part of the question. Rabbi Yossi is the one that holds that you don't have to do a shinoi. So you could use a cow. Here's the pshat. Nobody uses cows today. They use oxen. I don't know what they use. They use tractors. It's not because of a shinoi. The What is the reason? The reason is because it's way too much of a commotion. on People walk by the field. They see noise and slapping and going and, and grinding and, and, and plowing. That's awesome. So we're going to have three halachas that are the same exact thing. You're allowed to grind on chalamayid, flour, say a flour. Why? Because that's a staple food, it's very necessary, and that's the chiddush. The chiddush is even though it's a very important staple, you don't do it on chalamayid if you don't need it for chalamayid. But if you did, you needed a pound, and you have another, you did two pounds by mistake, and you have one left over, there's no iser not to use it. Same halach again. You're allowed to chop wood on chalamayid for the use of chalamayid. But not if you want to stop and save wood for after. Also, because of a hoiser, if you have leftover, it's a motor. Third halach. You're allowed to brew beer for yantar. If you have extra, it's motor. But you're not allowed to pretend that you want to drink the new stuff and then you're only doing new stuff so that you can drink the old stuff. Uh, the Chiddush in the Eitzim over here is that even though it's karka, and even though it's not so necessary, okay. Viraminu, matilim sheikh b'mayid l'tzorchamayid. You're allowed to brew beer on chalamayid for chalamayid. V'shalayid tzorchamayid asur, echad sheikh tmarim, echad sheikh sayrim, even if it's a lot of work, like sayrim. Ma'avishesh l'yashan, even if he has old. So now, it says over here in the Brayse, marim v'shoysim enachadosh. If he has old beer, he's permitted to make new beer with a harama with trickery. So you see, trickery is okay. So we have machlaikis. Could you do trickery? Could I add to what I already have? I have plenty of beer to last me for Yantav, but I'm going to trick myself and I'm going to say, I like the new stuff. And then when it comes out of the brewery, I'm going to say, no, I like the old stuff. And now I have a lot of beer. But they, all, all the Rishonim say you have to drink a little bit from it. Okay. According to that mandoma, that's okay. Rav, Chazal, Chazal, we have the same story that we have with Rav Huna. They reaped his whole field on Chalamayid. Shama Shmuel Ikpad. Shmuel was very upset. Leib Shmuel, Kichidas, really? Why was he upset? Only Rabbi Yossi says it's also. Loi. Chazal, Dechidahava. It was, it was a, a, a field of wheat. The Lehava Posid. What field goes bad if you don't do it right away that day on Chalamayid? Barley, not wheat. Rav, my time of Adachi. So if so, why did Rav do it? Can you imagine Rav, the God of Adar. Rav was a Tana Upali. He was the greatest Amorite that lived. He didn't have food. He didn't have food. But he had cash. He had cash. He could have bought food. And that's the problem, says the Gemara. 
And so, so if he had nothing to eat, so why is Shmuel upset at him? Like Shmuel coming, they didn't tell him the story. They didn't say that he ran out of food. Oh, he should have. But he felt inami adam chashav shani. Maybe, maybe the combination. They asked this. They asked the question. He should have, but they say not because he's adam chashav. And since he has this money, he should have bought with his money. And and when you could buy, you don't have you don't have a. Let's go weiter because we're so far behind. Rabbi Yudin Asiya. Rabbi Yudin Asiya is the the grandson of Rebbe. Some say he was the the great 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 grandson. I don't understand why they say that because we'll see from here that it seems like he's only the grandson. Novav bechumarta de medoisha. He had. Uh, a signet, uh, it's a ring that has wood in it, and it's designed specifically to sign your name. So that's a malacha, klisha malachta list, or something you do in the weekday that you sign. And he drank water that was heated by a non-Jew, period. What is that called? Bishalakam on a Tuesday afternoon. Only hot water. Shomer that's why I thought that Rabbi was the Talmud of Rabbi Yechon B'Kitzur. It seems like he could have seen, even though he's the... Okay, what was the big deal? If he was a Klisha he was holding this ring. Any kind of jewelry that people wear. It's also to wear on Shabbos, because he might take it off, he might carry it in. But it's still a Klisha Malach Tadamidoysha. You're allowed to move, let's say, there's different reasons why you can move a klisha malachta. So over here also. And it's because the non Jew heated up the water. If I could eat it as is, I could drink water when it's cold. I don't need to be hot. This is a Gemara again. We're talking about a chashav person. People are going to start making kulas based on what he did. They're not going to completely understand. They say, oh, he did it like this. You can do it in other ways as well. Stay away from it. Have a wonderful day.